We're live here on Football Forum. Thank you very much indeed for your company this afternoon. Sandy Gate, it's... Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Ross Gate. Welcome as we get interrupted once more by our... By our match announcer. Callum, just coming to you very quickly. Um, obviously... Two meetings so far this season for, for Hansworth and Hallam. Uh, one in the league, that back in uh, the end of September. One uh, in the cup a month after. Both defeats at Oliver's Mount for Hallam. Ninth and tenth in the table. Do you see much between these two sides this afternoon? No, not at all, uh, Addison. Uh, we're expecting a big bumper crowd here at Sandy Gate, so maybe that will uh, prove impactful come uh, well five o'clock this afternoon because I'm sure Hansworth... They'll, they'll certainly be fighting to just stay above Hallam in the table, of course, but uh, and they'll certainly give themselves a right good account of it. And then you've got that talent in uh, Aaron Wilson to come back on. He'll be wanting to make an impact against his former club, uh, hopefully making a return uh, back onto the pitch on his first game back for Hallam. So uh, you can see this one being quite tight. And uh, if you've already found get a good early start, then uh, he should open up later on in the game. And before we get on to the action... Um Predictions then before the kickoff. What do we think, George? Your prediction for this game? Two-one Hallam. Two-one Hallam. Chez. Uh, there's always goals that are coming. I'm going three-one Hallam. Three-one Hallam. Um, I'll keep myself neutral as is usual. Right, we are uh, about ready to get underway. Hansworth will get us underway here at Sandygate. It is Hallam against Hansworth, and we're just waiting now for kickoff. Checking with the goalkeepers, making sure all is good. Obviously, Sandygate is a, a downhill venue. Referee says okay. He's checking his watch. And we are off and underway here at Sandygate. Hansworth get us underway with Hansworth in all red this afternoon. Their change strip, Hallam, in the all blue of their home colours. And uh, Hansworth playing from left to right in this first half as we are looking uphill, as it were. Hallam downhill from right to left. Ball played across here to this far hand side and Hansworth do their best to clear, not possible and Hallam had the chance now obscured slightly by the opposing dugouts. It is an absolute sellout, it's absolutely round and Callum, I think we were expecting it to be quite a big attendance. Not as big as this, though. Yeah, certainly had his but uh, chance for Hallam on the right-hand side here. The number two for Hallam playing it down here. Taking it to the byline, looking for a uh, for an option. It's blocked very nicely. Yeah, just go back to what you were saying on the attendance. Had his, I mean, I said to you earlier, probably going to be just shy on, uh, I reckon, a 1,000 people here. But obviously, day after Boxing Day, United all Wednesday, both not playing this afternoon, so... Uh, Opportunity for just football fans in general, of course, as a Hallam and Answorth fans as well, to come down and support the sides as well. Well, I was going to mention it. In comes the ball here to the uh, to the back post. It's a good strike. Ricochets off a Hallam uh, player, and it will be a uh, a goal kick to uh, to Hansworth there. So two minutes gone on the watch here at Sandygate, and um, unfortunately, I've not got the team sheet in front of me, so I will be relying on the, on the pair of you for for the majority of the afternoon. Um, I can see Callum's already got his he's got his stopwatch already going. You can tell you're a commentator week in week out. You've, you've got to make sure that you clued into all of these situations. That is that all. Absolutely, absolutely, indeed. So goal kick then for Hansworth on this. Uh, on this far hand side the floodlights already coming on and we've only 
Well, he just ticked over to three o'clock here in Sheffield. You can tell it's winter. It's, it's past Christmas, for goodness sakes, and it will be a throw-in, in fact, the way of Hansworth. So, uh, so two minutes on the watch here. It's worth mentioning, in fact, that uh, the last time that these these sides met, as we we've mentioned previously, defeats both for uh, for Hallam and for Hansworth. Uh, defeats, I should say, defeat for Hallam on both occasions. Hansworth looking to build an attack here, but Hugo Warhurst, he's been the the player of the month for Hallam, as he, as we've mentioned in the match program. And Hugo Warhurst, the last game that he had, in fact, it was a uh, an absolutely incredible chance he had 95th yeah. minute and uh surprise he's not playing up front with that kind of uh, athletic strike force yeah well hugo's got great pedigree uh, spent a lot of his uh, youth career at uh, chef united's academy oh played, of course uh, he of course he did yeah played uh, against hugo and what do you ourselves so uh, certainly a good goalkeeper but he probably would have thought he would have done a little bit more with his career but he's certainly doing well for Ireland. Now, as this this is offside for Hansworth, good effort, good uh, good attempt to play the ball forward, but sadly, it comes to nothing. Offside there, and it will be a free kick for the home side. And coming to you, George, for this uh, for the for the opening minutes. This this type of game for a uh, for a referee, big Steel City derby, Hansworth against Hallam two teams next to each other in the the table what do you think must go through the mind of a referee before they're uh, officiating a game like this well you've just got to set your uh, I'll, in fact i'll let you go here let's continue as the uh, the ball is played through here hansworth bit of a slip there it is the number nine and it is it is leon howarth he's been in tremendous form so far this season yeah as i was saying as you i think the referee will just be trying to feel how this game is going to go he doesn't want to get too involved too early on because he doesn't want to lose control of the game. Absolutely not. Bit of a foul here, the referee. He is giving the, uh, the, oh, the free kick. There'll be lots kick. of that today. There'll be lots of that, do you think? Oh, yeah. So Warhurst then uh, throwing this ball down. It will be the number nine. It will be Brett Agnew. He's been in tremendous form so far this season. Oh, sorry, Scott Ruthven is the uh, the shirt number nine. He will be taking this free kick. Ruthven with the with the ball in. Then it's played long. It's a good chance. Oh, and he hits the bar. Quality effort there from the uh, the Hallam player. You can't I think see. It was Kieran Watson. You think Kieran Watson? It was a fantastic header from him. It was number nineteen. It was indeed Kieran Watson. Fantastic header from him. Sadly, hitting the crossbar and going over. So, nil-nil. Five on the watch. Walker on this far side for Hansworth. McFadgen. Here's Khan. Sending it forward as we're, we're having a bit of a, a melee in the, uh, in the stand here. Very windy. So hands were throw then, on halfway. Yeah. 
Hallam look to play this further downfield and sadly they're not really going to get there it's played out and uh, and Zanieski the uh, the debutant in goal for Hansworth he clears it long downfield here's Howarth I think that's going out, out for a goal kick going out for a goal kick it, it is ridiculously hard to see from this vantage position here <laughs> we were expecting a lot but uh, it's not ridiculously hard you, you literally just can't see yeah you can't you can't see uh, well surely that is ridiculously hard I suppose uh, the slight uh, uphill turn of it as well is uh, the yeah. beauty of Stanley Gate in itself have you ever seen so many people at a, a non-league football match this is incredible well I mean it's got some history has it Stanley Gate so, oh, of course uh, it has here's number seven this is Morgan James dispossessed Williams Watson Looking for Williams on this far side. He will get there, will he? He will indeed. But Hansworth can clear away. The referee's pulled it back for something. Goal kick. Goal kick to Hansworth. And just talk us through the uh, the way these teams tactically line up, Callum, because uh, I believe we're just checking the uh, the team sheet and it looks like we have a couple of wing-backs today. Yeah, and uh, it was interesting to try and see what uh, shape both sides are going to play. I mean, I can see Callum playing with a kind of a 5-2-1-2 two, two. you've got um, the number 9 Ruston and Agu both switching between the 10 role or the attacking midfield role and uh, up top and you've got Watson sticking up front for Hallam as well whereas uh, and th th here comes a chance this is Ailes he still has the ball here Howarth looking for Ailes once more Hallam can clear downfield but it is still in their half here is Walker offside according to the referee so Hallam have a free kick but yeah just going back to the shape uh, it's interesting more so in my opinion to see how Hansworth have set up there kind of they've got a bit of a diamond in that midfield uh, for the number well the number 10 Mitch Dunn he's playing as an attacking midfielder you've got uh, Morgan James and Joe Parkin left and right of him but they're fairly narrow kind of narrow centre midfielders but they're all drifting uh, in and out of areas to try and get on the ball so uh, it's, uh, it should be quite an intriguing battle especially in the centre of the park a few fisticuffs or a few words exchanged shall we say between the uh, Hansworth player and the referee Hallam with the ball then this is Bradbury playing it downfield and Hansworth will get that for a goal kick So nine gone on the watch, nil-nil, Alan Hansworth. Bit of a shove in there, but Chris Salt clearing the ball away. This is Brownell. Can he keep it in play? He does, very nicely. Here's Blakely. Blakely looking for an opening, he's going to get there, but Hansworth regaining possession. Hallam with the ball here. This is Williams on the left-hand side. Played across the park. Played out to Brownell. Brownell looking for the ball. Good save. Blakely. Bit of a loose ball there and Hansworth can build now. Through Dunn. This is Dunn. Dispossessed once again. Hallam have the ball back. And it's out for a throw in. Oh, is it? No, it is not. Played forward for Hallam here. Smith. And Zinierski. We'll pick up the ball once more. And just a word on the conditions this afternoon, gentlemen, because 
let's be fair, I think we expected it to be to be cold. We've had rain, we've had wind, we've still got wind, and it is uh, bitterly freezing, I think, is the way of putting it. Should have worn my gloves, Adders. I think, I, I think you're, uh, you're correct in that, yes. Played forward then, here is Dunn. Dunn with a chance, and it is just wide. Dunn with a good effort there, but sadly goes wide of the post. Remains nil-nil, goal kick for Hallam. Best chance of the game. Well, I'd say it's probably the, well. Well, it depends that or the uh, the crossbar earlier on in the game. I'd say that one's harder to score than the headed one down there. The crossbar hit. And what do you think Dunn did wrong there? Well, the attic wide. Well, it didn't put it in the net. It's probably the way of putting that. Sorry, I set you up for that one. Halb nil, Hansworth nil. I've never seen this so so busy, especially on uh, the day after Boxing Day. But it well, what better way to spend your afternoon, Alice? Really, exactly. Bradbury, and it's a, a bit of a bit of non-league standard football, shall we say? Playing it around a uh, a very small area, and it hitting everyone within sight. Goal kicked Hallam. I must admit, every time I've been here, I always seem perplexed at how they manage to get the ball to stay uh, in the quadrant out on that far corner flag. <laughs> well, you can see how windy it is. The, the corner flag is ba barely standing upright. It's, it's more the way that the, it just it's on such an angle, I don't know how the ball sticks, but anyway. So it is a Hallam ball. Will be a free kick. And as we mentioned, Hallam coming into this one on the back of uh, on the back of that 3-2 defeat at Sil uh, home to Silsden, I should say. We were here. Football Forum was here the last time, back on December the 6th. But as you mentioned, consistently inconsistent, I think, is the way to put it for Hallam so far this season. Hansworth, they're on the back of, th well, three straight defeats in league and cup. They've obviously played Stocksbridge Park Steels in one of, one of them. It's ball's played in here for Hallam. Hansworth looking to clear. And Dunn will uh, will do his best to clear. Here's Isles. Throwing Hansworth. And as we, we were mentioning, Stocksbridge Park Steels, obviously playing Hansworth recently, last month. That must be some good experience for, for the Hansworth boys. Yeah, sure. Um, I've been up to Stocksbridge quite a few times, actually. Um, and they are a good little side. They've got a good side in Ian Richards this season. Obviously, I'm sure he used to manage Penniston, if I'm... Well, they, no. they, they all tend to, to, to sort of go around the yeah, same area yeah. of Peniston, not too far but away. Yeah, Hansworth being able to play against the side that are in the league above was sort of, would have been good experience for them. Um, I'm guessing they lost. They did. 2-0 two, yeah. two defeat there, but as, as you say, good experience. Hallam with the ball here. Back to Warhurst in the goal. We do apologise for the, uh, the wind conditions here. If you can... Well, how can you not hear it through our microphones? But it is increasingly windy. Thankfully, we're we're in decent cover. I don't know how I feel about George on the end for uh, for the next th couple of hours, but it's absolutely freezing over there. No, it won't be long until I won't be able to speak because my mouth's frozen shut. <laughs> That's the voice of George Barber. He's our uh, one of our assistant pundits here on Football Forum. 
We've not mentioned Malik Wilkes yet, and we've been on air 20 minutes, so he must have done well. Chance here for Hallam. Here's Brownell. Oh! That's something Malik Wilkes would have done. <laughs> well, that ball's aiming down towards the next postcode, unfortunately. Uh, the wind not on his side there, and uh, Hansworth with the goal kick. So it's Football Forum Live here on Spotify and your preferred podcast provider. Thank you very much indeed for your company on this bitterly cold afternoon here at Sandygate in Sheffield 10. Zinniski with the ball up. Williams to clear that away. Howarth will leave that and it will be a throw to Hansworth. Walker to take it on the, uh, the near side here. A lot of play around the middle of the park, but unfortunately no uh, no real end product so far. Here's Brownell. Brownell for Rutherford. Here's Agnew. Uh, no, sorry, that is Watson. Watson towards the byline, Brownell. Bradbury to have a go. And Hansworth clear once more. Salt. Brownell. Bradbury. Brownell once more. Brownell with the ball in. Can anyone? No. And Zaneski with a good save once more. Well, I must admit, every time that uh, Brownell's got the ball, his first thought is trying to attack the box. So uh, that's exactly what you want from your wide plays, especially your wing backs. You're only uh, your main source of width, and that's exactly what he's providing so far. Hands with the ball. 16 on the watch here at Sandy Gate. Walker. Looking for Don. Dispossessed and Agnew. And Blakely uh, putting the ball out of play. Just by the dugout. It's been strangely timid, would you say, this first quarter of an hour? It's failed to get going really, hasn't it, as a spectacle so far. Um, hopefully we'll see a bit more as it progresses, but it's certainly a very cagey affair. And do you think that's mainly just because of, of where the teams sit in the table, ninth and 10th? This is a real chance for, for both sides to, to make something and get three points. Well, I mean, if uh, both sides haven't really played in a month as well, that's uh, certainly going to make an impact. Both sides are not at full sharpness. but uh, Absolutely, as here is Isles. I think he went out of play anyway. But, uh, yeah, both sides not in uh, a main run of fixtures, not at their peak, as you'd say. But um, I'm sure as the game goes on, I mean, put it this way, as the game gets into the later stages, there'll be tired minds, tired bodies. Um, I think it'll be that key moment for around just at the start of the second half to around 65 minutes in that's where you probably say the peak of the game well we shall see we've only had 18 on the watch here at Sandy Gate quite cagey as the uh, the chaps were mentioning full commentary here of Hallam against Hansworth on Football Forum Live don't forget we react to every single Sheffield United and Wednesday game 
on each individual show as this is a chance for Don. Don, is he onside here? I think he is taking it to the byline, looking for options. He's going to try and take it on himself. He still has it. And it's a corner ball. And you feel possibly that... Do we reckon Dunn could have done much more there? Well, he was fortunate to get through in the first place. He uh, looked like he might have done too much, uh, but he still managed to somehow get to the ball just before it went over the line uh, to get that ball back across, and it somehow uh, kept out brilliantly by uh, Dijon Alamo, managing to uh, put over his own crossbar there from, must have been three yards out at most. So uh, he's done very well to stop himself from putting the ball in the back of his own net. And Nico De Girolamo, obviously the... Uh the brother of, um, of Diego Di Girolamo, currently playing his trade at Buxton, formerly of Sheffield United, and uh, I think he played at Chesterfield, if I'm right in saying. I think you are correct, Hudson, yeah. And do you think that hopefully some of his skill will rub off on his, on his brother? Well, I mean, uh, two different positions, centre-half, but uh, he must have some footballing genes in the ah, family. Of course. Of course. <coughs> Ball's played in here, and that's an audacious attempt. Oh, that's two balls lost in a matter of a minute. Straight on to the... Uh, Straight onto the road behind. Uh, Shed End not bothered about that one. So 19 gone here. And one thing we forgot to mention, obviously, uh, a rare start this afternoon, George, for uh, for Daniel Padil, obviously, formerly of Sheffield Wednesday, the the marquee signing for Allen back in the summer. What do you think he can bring to to a game like this? The number the number 17 there. Well, having only very well, more or less recently quit professional football. You'd expect a bit more quality, but he hasn't really got into the game, has he? No. So, you know, he, he was a very key element in Carlos Carvel's Wednesday sides a few years ago, so he should do well. Oh, some fantastic skill there from Howarth. Top score of Hansworth, and this is a chance for Morgan James. Elliot Walker here. Too far in the end, and he will go out for a Hallam goal kick. What were you saying, George? No, I was just saying, obviously, Poodle was a very big element to a good Sheffield Wednesday side. Mm. Maybe, th I think it must be four or five years ago now Yeah, we're talking. But he was in the side, obviously, that got to Wembley against Hull. And that's, again, it's not a long time ago. Mm. And he's obviously not at his peak anymore. And the cameras fell down on the other side of the pitch. Oh, my goodness me. That is, uh, that is quite funny there. Um, Hallam, I think it's their 360 camera that they use to, to get pictures from the other side. Uh, don't worry about watching the pictures, you should be listening to, to us and listen back to our coverage here of Hansworth against Hallam. He thinks it's okay. One of the advertising hoardings has, uh, has fallen down as well. You can tell that the wind is picking up a bit. And uh, as a result of that, let's hand over to my, uh, my co-commentator. We'll take you through towards half-time, Callum Chaswick. Yeah, cheers, Hudders, his uh, Warhurst Air Knox long into this uh, Sheffield afternoon out on that right hand side it's Ruthen he locks to playing down that right hand touchline but it's gone out of play for a hand to throw out on that far side so number three for them Henry Carney's gonna take that one for the visitors who are in the all red strip with a hint of white on it throws in field now towards James but he loses out and Hallam will look to, look to break through Bradbury out on this left hand side with Williams can he manage to keep it in yes he can he's up one on one against Elliot Walker on this left hand touchline looks to go on the outside of him and does towards the byline it comes off Walker last Hallam corner and a chance for Hallam to throw bodies forward into the box but uh, it's that transition there so quickly for Hallam from uh, well just from that middle of the pitch out towards that left hand side it's really the first opportunity that Tyler Williams has had to 
get one on one with his man at fullback, as uh, Brownhill has so often done this afternoon on that right hand side on the opposite side. So, uh, ball in from Hallam, it's, uh, it's a poor ball in, it's uh, gone under the foot of uh, Daniel Pudil, came off of Leon Harworth though, and it's going to be another Hallam corner from the left hand side, it'll be an in swinger. ball in again it's another low one it's under Pudil and it's hooked clear up clear further away now by Mitch Dunn but it's out for another Hallam throw just inside the hands with half pretty much bang in front of us here so it's going to be another Hallam throw but a couple of poor corners there when you've got a couple of well I say a couple there's more than a few big lads in this Hallam side and uh, failing to beat the first man on both occasions so that's not what you really want to see so ball goes long and it's flicked on it's a chance here for Hallam it's out on that right hand side oh it's a challenge in the area the referee waves away nothing given and the hands just clear up the top of the pitch now but it's Brett Agnew managed to uh, drop it off oh it's a chance here for Hansworth can he send hard within oh it's a poor ball across the face of goal by the number seven Morgan James it's still got to be kept alive by the visitors as uh, the ball in by Dunn and Dewhurst, sorry, Warhurst comes and uh, makes it his. But uh, well, uh, Hallam with a very, very lucky escape. Is uh, you're used to commentating on the under 21s a lot, aren't you? Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, quite conveniently, uh, similarly named the two goalkeepers there as uh, Hansworth give back to the goalkeeper. There's a cracking tackle on the box there from the hat hands. So it's good chasing down there by Blakely. But uh, Hansworth do well enough to play out their own third. It's not long now by Elliot Walker looking for Dunn. Dunn looks to play the little flick on, but Dijuilamo goes home to Warhurst. But uh, yeah, if you're Hansworth there, you've surely got to be looking at uh, a big opportunity missed. You would have thought, gents. Yeah, it's a um, misplaced pass line. It's just, you know, it takes the pressure right off Hallam when they look like they were going to concede then. Good driving from Walker from right back. It's now with Joe Parking. Pretty much left of centre as uh, Brownell does well to win it back for the home side. Looking to progress in towards the Hansworth half, but he cuts it back to Uthen. But uh, Elliot Walker gets in the way of that to win it back for Hansworth and uh, Pudil it's a lovely uh, controlled pass out to his left wing back and now Tyler Williams can try and play it in from deep it's going to go out to the right wing back with Hallam Brownell it's now with Bradbury looks to try and dink it over the top of that uh, Hansworth back line it's uh, calmly dealt with there by Jonathan Williams under the pressure of uh, Brownell and uh, Hansworth give the ball straight back to Hallam and they look to play long and it's a good flick in the air by Brett Agnew but it's been hooked away by Walker of Hansworth but it's another win in the air by Pudil Williams up towards Watson and uh, Williams will look to strike but it's blocked there by Walker number nine for Hansworth Haworth drops it off and uh, Hugo Warhurst as well just to come and meet that and put it out for a throw in on this near side I'm thankful that was uh, 
That was nowhere near as powerful as, as I was expecting coming in our direction. You must know there's not too many balls left to play with, so uh, <laughs> can't put his foot too much fully through it. That's it. Hands with the, the throw. It's a little flick around the corner by Morgan James, which was flagged for offside initially, but it's going to be a goal kick instead. So it's Warhurst over this goal kick. 27 minutes gone, it's still Hallam nil, Hansworth nil, you listen to Sheffield Football Forum. Warhurst with a long goal kick. It's uh, flicked on by Ruthin, brought down by Agnew, looking to send through Kieran Watson, but it's been hooked away by uh, Hansworth skipper McFadden. Haworth. One on one with Pudil, cuts inside. He's got uh, Henry Khan making the overlap on the left hand side. He's looking to drop it into Eels. It's now with Henry Khan, the uh, Hansworth left back. Eels has it back. One on one with Chris Sol, puts it in. When oh, Haworth manages to get the contact on the overhead kick, but he was uh, in an offside position before, but he's done well to even get a little touch on that, to be honest with you. Never mind as decent a contact as he did. And at least he's been uh, kept in the ground this time. Oh, no, it hasn't. It is no, he's gone, <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah, I think that one went through the netting. So, uh, it's going to be uh, a free kick for offside. Well, here's just finding a half decent bit of uh, grass on a quite a mischief in the Hansard, Hallam pitch sorry it's up towards Williams looks to drop it off Hansworth dispossessed though and uh, looks to play long but it's headed well by Salt picked up by Browner in the centre circle up towards Ruthen out towards the right hand side it's with Blakely Kieran Watson does well to drop it off to Blakely again of Hallam on that far side, pretty much halfway inside the Hallam half, Hansworth half, sorry, go back to Salt looks to try and switch the play to the Hallam left wing back Williams but it's been cut out there by Walker it's a decent looking ball by uh, McFadden and that's very well dealt with uh, by Dishio Alamo under pressure from uh, Horrath but it's going to be a Hansworth throw pretty much right in front of us on this right hand side Pudil dispossesses Harworth but it's been given away by Bradbury of Hallam up towards Harworth looks to drop it off for the oncoming Dunn but it's been won back there by Blakely up towards Agnew brings it down on the chest but he can't sit stay in front of McFadden so it's going to be a Hallam's throw pretty much bang on halfway. <laughs> Half an hour in, gents. Who do you think has been a better sign in this one, really? I'll be honest with you, I've it's been quite a cagey affair, as, as it not. Um, although I would say Hallam looked to have grown in the game more. And there was an opportunity for Hallam. It's, it's still not cleared by Hansworth, but that's excellently dealt with there. 
by Alfie Smith. He's under pressure there from uh, Kieran Watson after the block shot from Scott Rutherham about 25 yards out centre of the pitch. He was indeed in a, a very good effort from, from Hallam. As I say, Hallam have, have rather grown into this game more as, uh, as the first half's gone on. I think Hansworth Worthy came out the blocks a bit better. Um, but since then, Hallam have, have grown more to the game. And it's Hansworth looking to play long now. It's uh, the flick from Salt. Can't do anything more other than concede a corner for Hansworth. And with this uh, pitch slightly uphill or downhill, depending on how you're looking at it, Hallam pretty much always seemingly attack uphill in the second half. Gents, would you say that's a, a decent thing to do? Or I think they, um, they always say that they like to go towards the shed end in the second half. Um, that may be because they, if they get a goal, they've scored it in front of their own fans. Obviously, shooting down is actually harder than it looks really or oh, that might have just been my Sunday league team but <laughs> you know so it's unusual isn't it at this level at this kind of level yes it's, it's a ball in from that left hand side all the way through and uh, back out again for a Hallam goal kick so uh, 32 minutes in in this one so goalless I think that's too much wind assist on that one So it's uh, Warhurst over this one for the goal kick. I'm sure we'll be looking for Agnew, but you can really see that wind into play. It's barely reached over halfway in his own half, that one from uh, Warhurst. As it's out with the right-hand side now with Brownhill. He's got Williams up ahead. But he's now played it to Watson on the right-hand side. Watson from the right-hand side looks to play it in. It's over to goalkeeper Zaninski and all the way through to Williams on this left-hand side now. One-on-one -on -one with Walker. Looks to play it in. It's been touched by the uh, Hansworth centre-half, Alfie Smith. And it's uh, that offside. No, it's not. The linesman keeps his flag down and it's out on that left-hand side with James Ells. He's one-on-one -on -one with Sol coming in from the left-hand side. He's got two in there to aim for. He's uh, forced to save from Warhurst. And uh, never really seemed too difficult for the goalkeeper to deal with, but uh, that's what uh, Hansworth could certainly threaten with. Good decision that, though, from the assistant. It was nowhere near offside, but Hallam tried to make do the offside trap, but it far too late. Yeah, well, uh, for any golfers watching or listening this, uh, Warhurst uh, certainly needs to try and keep it under win because every time he's gone high, it's really held up and... Uh, really struggled to get any kind of distance on it and I know playing short and out from the back isn't really the style in this uh, kind of division but he's pretty much losing possession every time and that time it's gone out of play on that far side for a throw in pretty much bang on halfway so uh, it's going to be a hands of throw on that far side missing the old goal, golf course here I mean, we know we've said it's rammed out here. You should see the state of the bar. <laughs> the bar's about six people deep. <laughs> like people waiting for drink. Not long over towards uh, in behind that Hansworth back line. It's dealt with well by Alfie Smith, but he can only put into touch. Pretty much level with the 
the edge of his own 18-yard box. So another opportunity for Hallam to throw bodies forward here and Brownell takes it quickly looks to play the give and go off of Ruthin Brownell with the ball in and it's uh, behind everybody but Williams will go and uh, keep possession for Hallam one on one with Walker again looks to go on the outside of him can he get to the byline and cut back yes he can but it's dealt with well there by Jonathan Williams and now Hansworth will look to break again but Harworth just drops it back off to uh, the right back Williams onside again with Ailes <coughs> into Dunn Dunn gives it back to Els that's a fantastic challenge there by Bradbury and he looks to play up towards Watson it's a decent looking pass there as well oh and it's been brilliantly dealt with there by Walker who somehow kept it under the pressure of the left wing back Williams and out towards that right hand side with Brown looks to play it over the top for Agnew Agnew is one on one with Smith looks to play the cutback but Smith does brilliantly well there for Hansworth and it's out for a throwing on that far side again they certainly look like they're sitting back Hansworth don't they they look like they're sitting back trying to break that looks like the tactic for them they're letting Hallam come at them and winning it back well I don't know they've, they've looked alright both sides well the two main opportunities for Hansworth have come through counter attacks so uh, sure they'll be looking to maintain that throughout this game but it's been uh, knocked out of play there by Scott Ruthen not to go on the outside of the left back, left back Henry Kahn and out for a goal kick I think Hallam have to be careful in the second half because what I've noticed from, from watching Hansworth against Hallam earlier on this season that Hansworth tend to, to come with the sucker punch midway through the second half so uh, they will be have to care I, I think the problem with with Hansworth in the sense that they're letting Hallam come at them, as you were saying, George. And that's primarily because sort of tucking them out a bit. And then when he gets to the sort of the hour mark later on, hit them with a couple of goals and uh, and that's game over. Williams with the interception from the goal kick. Agnew is going to get there first. Can he hold off his man? Yes, he can. He's on the edge of the 18-yard box. Looks to set it to Williams on the overlap. But the referee's going to pull this back for a foul on Agnew. A little pull pretty much on the edge of the 18. So it's going to be a decent area for... Hallam's have a free kick pretty much centre in line with the goal as well <laughs> I think it was uh, Alfie Smith of Hamsworth pulling back Agnew there so uh, a decent opportunity you might say it's uh, a little bit too close to try and get it up and over the wall but, uh, do well to score from here well seen Stranger Things as it's uh, Brownhill Ruthin and uh, not sure who the other one I think it's uh, Pudil all over this what did you make of it Stranger Things did him never seen it mate join the club it's a fantastic programme is that running up that hill song that is the yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I know uh, I know that can't get it out of my head so, yep, Brownhill goes away. So it's uh, just Pudil and Ruthin over this. Around 20 yards out, centre of the goal. Holland with the free kicks. Ruthin to take, and it's over the bar and into uh, Why on someone's earth? garden, I think. And it's out for a hands with goal kick. Ex-professional goal player, Daniel Pudil, from that far out. I didn't realise he was stood over the ball. Why on earth would he not take that free kick? That is... 
unbelievable. <laughs> I suppose they have their, their number one free kick taker. Yeah, but other ones Daniel Padil. And? Chris, Chris MD or Daniel Padil over a free kick. There you go. <laughs> So, just over 38 minutes gone in this one here at Sandy Gate. It's still goalless between Hallam and Hansworth. Hallam, their best, best chance coming through, uh, hitting the bar and uh, 10 minutes in from a ball in from the right-hand side. And uh, Hansworth, they've certainly had a couple of opportunities on the break. It's with Hansworth now in the middle of the park. Well dealt with there. Uh, by Jonathan Williams drops it off to Alfie Smith he looks to play the diagonal, diagonal ball over the uh, Hallam right back but far too much on that out for a goal kick I think Hansworth are trying more of a, a route one approach in this first half and I'll be honest I don't think it's paying off too much well I think it's it's both a, a blessing and a curse to have the wind with you. If you're trying it from uh, anything over halfway, you're going to struggle to keep the ball before the goalkeeper gets it. Try it any deeper, and uh, the Hallam back line have dealt with it so far. It's, it's a ball over the top, and it did look like Watson was offside. And the uh, line on that far side agrees with me as well, so it's going to be a hands with three kick. Not being too many stoppages, so uh, shouldn't be too much added time, if any, uh, at the end of this first 45. Try and find out the uh, attendance figures for you at some point this afternoon as well. As it's an inscape with a long ball, it's uh, lost in the air by Dunn and Agnew. Looks to flick it onto Williams, but it's in the middle of the park. Uncontested there is. Uh, Smith, but he's been won back, and Harworth now drops it into Mitchell Dunn. Looks to send through in behind. Chance here for Hansworth, and uh, he's brilliantly dealt with by uh, Hugo Warhurst. Got there first ahead of James Ells, and now Hallam looks to break. It's Agnew, looks to clip Williams in behind there. Just going back to that Hansworth chance before. It's a lovely ball in behind there by uh, Mitch Dunn, and Ells just couldn't get there ahead of uh, Hugo Warhurst. If he had, it surely would have been 1 0. Hansworth, as Agnew goes down under the pressure of Joe Parkin of Hansworth, it's going to be a Hallam free kick. Not really much more Hansworth could have done there. Trouble at Milt. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we had dugout cam. <laughs> So it's the striker Scott Ruthen over this one. And 15 yards inside his, uh, inside the Hallam half. Looking for uh, Agnew, but it's been lost by him. And now Hanseth looking to break again. War uh, Warhurst with a good early position. Being brought down by Dunn. And he travels into the Hansworth half. Looking to play the switch ball out to Harworth. Claims of handball by the Hansworth contingent and my god look at the wind go there he's going he's traveling backwards in towards the uh, shed end and Harworth now looks to skip inside away from Ruthen 
two up to his left and uh, he looks to strike from distance he's way over Warhurst bar and out for a hands with third, sorry for a Hallam goal kick with how strong this wind is do you reckon he only tapped that shot <laughs> <laughs> like tapping B on FIFA <laughs> time finishing straight over the bar <laughs> this wind is ridiculous by the way I've never seen I've not seen it like this before it's the first, I think it's probably the first time I've ever seen a ball go backwards in the air. So I wonder if Warhurst will keep it low, a little bit lower, and it's managed to somehow reach the Hansworth half as Agnew, a little bit of miscommunication with uh, Rutherham. As Agnew loses out, Pudil wins the 50-50 against Joe Parkin, so it's going to be a Hallam throw. No love lost there. And the referee uh, having a talking to there with uh, Jonathan Williams. I think they just uh, had a little bit of coming together there, him and uh, the referee. The referee just having a wave of the hand. It's so probably be, uh, was a foul there, yeah, Callum. So it's a uh, long throw in and it's Bradbury now. Wants to try and get there first ahead of Smith, but he could only look to try and uh, disrupt the clearance. And that's a brilliant little touch there by Adam Blakely to just stop Mitch Dunn from getting a clean contact and a breakaway for Hansworth. Poor pass by Dunn. The salt looks to clear. It's been knocked further by Brownell. Down that right-hand side by Ruthin. It's been knocked out of play by Henry Kahn. And it's going to be a Hallam throw on that far side, 44 minutes in. Brownhill with the throw. Put towards Ruthie. It's a lovely little reverse pass down to the right hand side. It's a little lovely little cutback as well. Watson looks to pull the trigger. It stops in his tracks well there by Morgan James. Still not cleared out. Brownhill, oh, he's done brilliantly well to get past his man next to the ball. Looks to pull, play the pullback. Agnew, first shot skewed, second shot blocked off the line. And that's Hallam's best chance of the game. Somehow cleared away by Hansworth and they look to break. And uh, Mitch Dunn looks to send Harworth through. He's been dealt with well by Nico Dijavillamo. And just as we're about to end the half, Hallam will surely feel that they should be ahead. And it's with Bradbury now. And it's out uh, over on that far side, so this is only a minute or so left. I'll pass you back to Hadders to take you through to the referee's whistle for half-time. Thank you, Callum. Yeah, nil-nil here at Sandy Gate, 45 on the watch. We're approaching the half-time whistle. Can't imagine there'll be too much of, of added time, as you mentioned earlier on, Callum. Hands with the throw there. And we thought the wind was bad at the start of the game. It's, it's got even worse as the half's gone on. It's affecting the game a little bit as well, so, you know, it's, um, let's hope it dies down in the second half, maybe. Well, maybe Hallam have picked that to their, their, to their advantage, given the fact that they're playing uphill in the second half. The wind is blowing uphill. I'm going to say those uh, Warhurst kicks should be reaching the uh, Hansworth box at that point. <laughs> we will have to see. We'll do our rest to bring you uh, up to date with how Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday have gone on at half time if we can hear ourselves over the uh, the public address system of which I'm pretty sure we can't as oh my word what an effort from all of 
best part of 25 to 30 yards and uh, made no mark on the goal. I think the uh, second half can't be much worse. So hopefully we're going to be in for some more action <laughs> in the um, second uh, half. <laughs> what, what did you just say? I think... Um, yeah, we should be in for some more action in the second half, you would hope. Yeah. I, st I still didn't hear what you said the first time round. I was coughing to it. Ah, fair enough. Slight injury then, for one of the Handsworth men. Will be a goal kick, and uh, as the referee calls half-time there, Hallam FC nil, Handsworth FC as we get taken over by the public address system there. So a uh, bit of a cagey affair, Alan, with uh, with some opening chances and good efforts towards the end of the half. Handsworth halfway between the, the middle of the game and that was their strong suit as we as we end the first half. What do you want to see in the second? Yeah, well, I think if you Hallam, there's been too much of the play in front of the... Uh, Hands with defence, so you want to try and get him behind him a little, get, little bit more, get that defence turned round and get him running towards their own goal. If you hands with, it's uh, I suppose it's a little bit more of the same, but with a bit more regularity in terms of breaking on the front foot a little bit more quickly. Um, they've looked threatening on the counter on more than one occasion of hands with, but they've just not done it enough times. I suppose with the luxury of having Hallam play in front of them, it's been easier to defend against. If Hallam do look to try and uh, pin Hansworth back and look to play over the top of them, he'll make those breaks harder, but he'll make them more effective as well. Shall we do it then? Might as well. Second half incoming here at Sandygate. Hallam against Hansworth, 0-0 at half-time. Second half underway. Hallam in this second half playing from left to right. Hallam playing uphill towards the shed end. Hansworth in their chain strip of all red this evening. They're playing downhill towards the cricket netting. I think that's the correct term. Could be wrong. No idea. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do this afternoon. Hallam, as we know, playing in all blue. Their, their traditional blue shirts, shorts and socks. And all I can smell around this ground now is bovril and pie. And that's a wonderful smell. I would adore a bovril right now. I mean, you've had 15 minutes. Look at the size of the queue, though, Carl. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have been back until I were meant to commentate uh, again, really. <laughs> well, I mean you, can, you, I mean, you can go now if you so wish. No, I don't <laughs> think I'll be able to get out, to be honest. <laughs> I've got a secret stash of Bovril anyway, so uh, wait until five o'clock. So, Football Forum live here at Sandygate. Hallam nil, Hansworth nil. Here's Mitch Dunn, he's had some good chances in that first half as I need to readjust with uh, knowing who I did know in that first half and now I've got to try and do it the opposite way around you can tell I don't commentate much the good thing is the team sheet is now the right way around which is helpful Williams upfield here's Daniel Puddill First time we've mentioned his name this afternoon. He's been, had rather a quiet game, would you say, so far, for someone of his calibre? Yeah, I would. Um, hang on. Chance here for Hallam. It's a good effort. The referee says nothing of that and plays on. 
Hands with the, the attack. On halfway here. He's got a look of you, George. The uh, the number ten Mitch Dunn. Similar look of you, shall we say? Yeah, he's just he's just thinner and more athletic than me. You say not a better footballer though, is he? Absolutely <laughs> not. They should get me on. That's the thing. Is that what they're missing? Absolutely. The thoughts of George Barber there, our Sheffield Wednesday expert this afternoon. And uh, part-time referee, is that is that fair to say? Having sort of a season off this season. Um, so referee and expert. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't even go as far as Sheffield Wednesday expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know more about Sheffield Wednesday than I do, and I present the programme. <laughs> Hansworth with the ball down towards the byline. Good chance here for Mitch Dunn, or as we shall refer to him for the for the entirety of the second half, the George Barber lookalike. James over to the far side. Here is Smith. I do beg your pardon, that is Joe Parkin, the number eight. Ruthven. Out to Brownell on this near side. He's advancing good skill. Took a man too many on there. And Jonathan Williams will play the ball away for Hansworth. In the middle of the park, here is Parking. James back to Jonathan Williams. Should be aware there is a Williams on either side. Tyler Williams, the left wing back for Hallam in the number three shirt. Jonathan Williams, the number four for Hansworth. And here is Mitch Dunn on this far side looking to play the ball across good effort can, can Hansworth finish they've got a chance great save from Hugo Warhurst the Hallam captain there ball still not cleared as Hansworth get it back in and here is Brownell and a clear shove in the back it seems fantastic save there from Hugo Warhurst that was absolutely brilliant save. It, it was indeed, and uh, and you think that could have easily been one 0 Hansworth straight away there. Absolutely, yeah, and that'd have been a cracking start for them as well. Shooting downhill with wind against them, I think it is in this half. So it's a brilliant, brilliant start. That's Chesus forgot to uh, to start his stopwatch early. Uh, I was hoping you weren't noticing. That. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not even working with the stopwatch, so. Uh, Although, to be fair, I think they only did play about 43 minutes in the first half anyway. 45, bang on. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beg to differ. Warhurst with the ball downfield. This is a good chance if Hallam can do anything with it. It's out as far as Tyler Williams, the number three for Hallam. And he will get the throw on that far side. The sun's gone down long ago. The floodlights shining brightly on the Sunday Gate pitch here. I wish the lights were heaters. That'd be lovely. I wish they were heat uh, to be fair, I think that's the one thing they're needing, heated seats here. Or maybe just some gloves. You don't even have them at Tottenham. Well, not in the press box anyway, they've been. I think the correct response to that is ooh la la. <laughs> I'm going to say, I mean, they've got, I suppose they've got chefs at Tottenham, rather. They've got chefs here. I think the types of food that they're cooking is uh, 
slightly different than the, the ones you see at the I can't, Tottenham Hotspur I can't Stadium. Knock, can't knock the chips in the first half before the game, though. There you go. Then. The fuel I needed and a Bovril. Can't go wrong. And I don't believe it, but the ball once again spiralling back on itself. It tells you how windy it is. I don't know if you can hear it. You can definitely hear it. Goodness me. He's blowing an absolute gale. Scott Agnew, uh, Brett Agnew, I should say, uh, offside there for Hallam. So it will be hands with three kick. And it seems to me that th this second half has been just as, if not a bit more cagey than the first the start of the first half was. It has, and I do get the impression that the teams might be trying to feel each other out here. I don't know why, because they should have done 45 minutes of that in first half, but... <laughs> I don't know, he's failing to get going really. You said you wanted goals George and uh, at the moment they're not proving any but here is a chance for Morgan James. Good save from Hugo Warhurst as he plays the ball out here now here towards Brownell on this near side. That's an audacious attempt but Hallam still have the ball, here is Rudvan. But it's just a wrong pass and, uh, and Elliot Walker can play this down. Here's Howarth. I think it was the right pass to be honest, Harris, but I just don't think he executed it well enough, I'm being very honest. Regards have not, is this offside? Yes, it is indeed. Isles offside there. He's struggling to believe that it actually was offside and there is potentially a case you could argue that, that it was onside. Let's go to our referee and expert, what would you say on that? I would say, um, my initial thought was onside, but the line out was probably in a better position than me might have seen something that I didn't so you know always gonna, agreeing with the I'm referee agree with the, I'm going to agree with the refereeing decision I was going to say that do my Peter Walton well I was going to say that wasn't what you were saying about an hour before we went on air but that's by the by hands with the ball here 10 gone in this second half Unless I'm mistaken. Here is Kieran Watson on this far side. This is a chance for Alan Best that they've had of this half so far. Watson still with the ball. He's looking to play it off towards Bradbury. James. Hallam regained possession. It's back to Warhurst. Just checking, when, when did we kick off for the second half? I, I feel that's a, it's a rather amateur question to be asking. I reckon we're about eight minutes in. Eight minutes in. So we kicked off at 0-3. Lovely. Right. Only the most professional service here from Football Forum this afternoon. Here's Isles. Another call of offside by the linesman on the far side. And it seems like since we were having this, this conversation just a few moments ago about Hansworth in the sense that it was quite cagey, they, they've really opened up and in fact Hallam have been creating some good chances. I think they've got towards that sort of 60 minute stage now and they're thinking, right, we, we need to sort of apply the gas. Let's go for the jugular. That's what they do need to do. I think Hallam have been the better side so far in the second half. I think, um, yeah. I'll go back to you, yeah. Go back to me. Okay, that's fine. Because here is Brett. Uh, that is Rothberg. This is a chance for Agnew. Just too far for Brett Agnew. 
and it will be a Hansworth goal kick but that was certainly looking promising and and Chaz we've, we've had this conversation before that the Hansworth have have really opened things up a bit more in this second half Hallam look look good and do you think maybe that the advice of, of going towards the shed and playing towards their hopes playing upwards up the hill shall we say in this second half is is paying dividends but before I, just win. to interrupt as uh, the Bulls played a, another whirlwind ball and it is a Halland free kick here they're running up that hill in that second half they aren't are they? indeed oh I love the reference <laughs> oh god's sake yeah, I just got it in the end <laughs> in all fairness I, I suppose uh, like I'm I said in the first half, I've never really got why they did want to attack up yeah. in the second half because surely you'd, you'd take it out of your legs in an even more tired state. But with a wind behind you, I bet it's as easy as nothing running in, uh, running in this. I mean, that ball there from the goal kick, it was, it's ridiculous how bad this wind's getting now. And it surely it, it will play some part in, uh, in a goal. I'm fairly confident of that. Attendance this afternoon is 1,029. A ground with a capacity of 2,000 and 1,029 people in attendance this afternoon. That is incredible support for this local derby. In fact, I think that's more listens than we've ever had on Football Forum in four years, all episodes combined. Here is Daniel Padil with the chance. It's a great effort and a great save from Zaneski, the goalkeeper. I'm not sure what Jared Brown on the fullback was, was attempting there, but that one's heading down. Down Manchester Road indeed. It's already at Rivoline Valley Road, that. That's all right. <laughs> 11 gone here in this second half. Yeah, Alan good, nil, hands with nil. Good effort from Padil. Very like, good I effort like to from see Padil. that. And you were saying in the first half, were you not, George, that... Uh, I told you. That Hallam really need to go... Where I'm wrong, Joe. You're leaving me speechless there. Unbelievable. But you were saying that Daniel Padil should be on the free kicks. Obviously he is. And, and maybe just because of that one in the first half that was more for a right footer rather than a, a left footer like Padil. Possibly, yeah. I think um, he has got the quality though, hasn't he? And even from just that, you mm. can tell that he's played at high level because a lot of players would have just put that either into the wall or clipped into the box not had a go from there and you obviously know a, you know a fair few of these Hansworth lads don't you Chaz oh my goodness me do I know a fair few what sorry no Chaz knows a, a few of the Hansworth lads oh, don't yeah, you yeah I know uh, a couple of uh, Hansworth lads I know uh, Hugo as well from uh, Hallam so you'll know what, what the kind of the mentality is of, of coming up against someone like Daniel Padil. It's, uh, it must be quite daunting, I'd have thought. Yeah, and uh, a couple of lads I do know for, for Hansworth are both fairly young lads as well. So uh, I'm sure they'll be relishing this opportunity to play against someone who's played at a professional standard. And, uh, but I also know that they won't be scared of playing against him either. So uh, as, well, much, yeah, as much as it will be a challenge, it'll be a challenge, a challenge that they're relishing. Well, especially if they're Sheffield United fans and they can... Uh, yeah, well, what, well, Hugo and uh, Noah Flint, I know, certainly are. Can leave a few a few marks on him, shall we say. Hands well, with the ball, H Hugo shouldn't, since he's playing with him. But. <laughs> Never know what can happen. Hallam with the, uh, the throw here. Brownell will take this. And uh, for, for some reason, the, the action has, 
has livened up a little bit in the last sort of five minutes or so but you can really hear the noise now that that all these fa i mean the wind is is fairly noisy as well but the the fans are, are really producing a noise yeah they're getting excited aren't they you know salt with this throw then for Hallam. offside again throwing you can't be offside from a throwing others i do apologize yeah foul, foul throw yeah i think uh, that's what the ref just indicated anyway so I do apologise for my for my lack of footballing knowledge here. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Alan with a chance here. Can Agnew pick this up? No, that is offside. That definitely. We're just checking with the referee and expert. We're just checking that was definitely offside. I'm gonna give the green light. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> offside. Yeah. So hands are through this throw then. 14 on the watch in the second half. Just approaching the hour mark now and and really this is the time where teams really need to go for the jugular as you've been mentioning. Smith to clear this downfield. And a lot of this action now is being played towards this near side. I know there's a, I know there's a hill, so it's 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 not an uneven it's not a, an even service uh, with a spirit level, for example. But I'm wondering if it's if it's not level across the pitch rather than it's lengthwise. Um... Apologies for any language that uh, that you may have picked up picked up there. A rather enthusiastic Hallam fan, shall we say. This is good play here. This is a chance. And that is no penalty. Brandon Bradbury breaking through to the box, but uh, referee waving away. It's a corner. It wasn't a penalty. It was a good tackle. So a corner to Hallam here. This is probably a good chance for them to, to go in front. Ball's played in here. Can Hallett, oh, ricocheting around in the box. This is Salt. And Walker doing very well to, uh, to dispossess of him. Here is Blakely and Hansworth get the ball back now and they can go downfield with Mitch Dunn. Playing against the wind and somehow that's one of the strongest, uh, strongest shots we've had recently. Kept it under the wind. Hallam attacking again, but that's gone too far, and it will be a goal kick to Hansworth. We've uh, certainly escaped there, I would say, Hansworth. A couple of uh, opportunities for Hallam. Obviously, half opportunities, obviously, a penalty shout waved away. So they are getting there. And what time do you think that either Hallam or Hansworth look to the bench for uh, for replacements? Now. So substitution for Hallam then, and Iron Wilson, he uh, he left Hallam in the summer, he went to Handsworth and he has returned to Hallam this morning. He is back at Hallam in the blue of Sandygate. Number 20 will come on, and uh, there will be a substitution for Handsworth as well. They've got the high-tech board, and it is Jonathan Williams coming off to be replaced by Sat. I've got to be very careful with this, because I think you might have just seen who has 
you always come on for Hansworth. Uh, number 13, so I'm, we'll have to be careful with this pronunciation. Uh, how are we going for this? Finnis. Fuquez, I think, is probably the best way of pronouncing it. Or Fuchs. Yeah, Fuchs is probably the best way of pronouncing it. So Sam Fuchs and Aaron Wilson on and Aaron Wilson. We know what he's about. 102 points for Hallam last season in the division below. They won the title, no worries whatsoever. And it was his goals that contributed in a great number towards that points tally. It's a good little player, Aaron Wilson, especially for the level he's at. Indeed. Hansworth players down here. Lost your pen there, Chess. <laughs> I'm not wearing gloves either. <laughs> yeah, and uh, interestingly about uh, Iron Wilson, uh, the Sunday League team that I manage, he plays for the team who was, I think, just a place above us in the Sunday League team. So, was, so you know all about him then? Well, put it this way, they beat us early on in the season. However, we <laughs> beat them last season, so we well, it's both ways. I just, I don't think he scored in either of them, though. I think his brother did. Tyrone. While we're waiting for this stoppage, there is a uh, a player down receiving treatment, and um, while we are waiting, let's just uh, let's have a quick chat about uh, about Sheffield United playing Thursday night at, uh, at Blackpool quarter past eight kickoff. Chess, and uh, what are you looking for for in that game? Um, I think just that more consistency. Uh, United at times uh, on Boxing Day showed what they were about. Uh, there were times where they did open Blackpool up and play some lovely stuff, but there were times where they looked um, slightly nervy defensively. I think if you see Blackpool do throw, uh, do pose a little bit of a different test than what Coventry City do, of course. Obviously, they've got the big long ball up to Medina and they'll look to play off him with the likes of. Uh, with Lavery and uh, he'll be looking to get involved I mean that's what they did when they came to Ramel Lane as well so just those long balls up to uh, Medina and then play off the, the second balls and the flick-ons um, with United out without Egan that'll be more of a task to uh, to deal with I think United going forward just more of the same really Well we shall see Sheffield United at Blackpool Thursday night um, and uh, we'll touch on Sheffield Wednesday later on in this coverage, uh, they're at Port. They host Port Vale on Thursday night as well. So Leon Howarth, he was the player receiving treatment. He's just off to the side. So uh, hands with the man light for the moment as he rejoins the pitch. So uh, back up to full figures now. And Hansworth with a good chance here. This is Mitch Dunn. Just can't find that final pass, but he still has the ball. Here is Mitch Dunn, and that will be a goal kick to Hallam. Stoppage in play. Um, let's quickly chat Sheffield Wednesday then, George, and uh, Port Vale on uh, on Thursday night. What do you make of that one? Yeah, it should be um, a difficult game. Obviously, we beat Port Vale 1 0 earlier in the season with Volk scoring a screamer. Um, they're bringing a good following as well, Port Vale to Hillsborough. So it should be a good affair, really. I think um, Wednesday will probably nick it, but you know, we'll have to see. Well, we shall see predictions for that to come later on. Henry Kahn here on this. Uh, this near side Hansworth. 
And a few fisticuffs down here on this near side. Referee gives it the way of Hansworth. And Jonathan Williams. Ah, we've already uh, we've already touched on that substitution a, uh, a few moments ago. It's Hansworth with this chance here, and uh, that's going to run all the way out. I think, in fact, will that be set, kept in? I can't really see much, but what I can see is uh, the wind and the the sort of the drizzle that's coming down. It is bitterly cold here. And uh, in fact, we are getting it in the face quite badly here. Ah, flip-flops weather as this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's a typical day. It's a very high up as well where we are. And here is a chance for Iron Wilson, but... Uh, Edit. Should have been attacking that, George. <laughs> right, we'll finish this attack and then we'll be off to our... Uh, to our co-commentator Callum Cheswick, he'll take you through towards uh, up towards the last few minutes. Alan with this attack. Brownell. Wilson and Rutherford with the chance. Dunn will look to play this down. Can he find? Oh, a good tackle. Good interception there. Throw in for Hansworth and we'll hand you over to Callum Cheswick. Yes, cheers, Hadders. So, uh Hands with throw on halfway. It's going to be uh, the left back Henry Kant to take. He's got Fuchs inside on his right. The line is just saying to come back an extra couple of yards to take this throw in. Done. Comes to give the short option. Aaron Wilson manages to play the flick through to uh, Bradbury. He looks to play it through to. Uh, Brett Agnew, he went all the way through to uh, the Hansworth goalkeeper and he's just going to knock long now and just you can Stayed up. it was flying forward and then it just stops all of a sudden in the air but uh, Hallam just can't win the ball back now it's with Hansworth just inside the Hallam half it's been won back well by Dijon Alana out on the left hand side is uh, Williams he's got Agnew and uh, Aaron Wilson inside the 18 yard box Agnew pulls off on the edge of the 18 can he pull the trigger somehow can he get off the yard of space yes he can but he's been blocked well there by uh, Fuchs still not cleared by Hansworth as uh, Brownhill looked to try and create something for Hallam but he's played down the right hand side and Mitch Dunn is looking to get the better of Dijon Alamo they both go slightly down and the referee uh, waves away Done uh, berates the linesman out on that far side, but nothing given. Crossfield pass there by Pudil. Brownhill put towards uh, Iron Wilson. He just can't roll his man, Henry Carney. It's out of play for a Hansworth throw midway inside the Hansworth half. It's uh, going to be another substitution. Let's see who for in a moment. As the linesman comes to uh, make way. It's a Hallam substitution, so it's Brett Agnew coming off. So that's got that Brett Agnew opportunity where he couldn't really get a clean shot away. That was his last involvement here at Sandy Gate this afternoon. Hallam looking for a different dimension to uh, come and try and get all three points from this game. What if? Uh, if you're looking at it, chaps, uh, 
surely Hansworth would be uh, the side who would more favour the draw. Well, I would have thought so. I mean, both on similar points in the table, both not played for for a long while, and and really Hansworth have already got a couple over Halland this season, obviously with those two victories in in league and cup. So, I think Hansworth would be happier. But I think Hallam now, and as I spoke to Craig Denton in the past, he's, he's like he said he wanted the, the the lads need to go and put a shift out on the pitch, and they put a shift out definitely, but uh, no end product unfortunately. Hallam throwing down the right hand touchline as uh, Bradbury throws uh, Dunn to the ground, and Dunn he's certainly getting aggravated. He feels he's been fouled a number of times now, so he's just uh, making his case to Jason Smith. But uh, Jason Smith is also telling him his point of view. So it will be a Hansworth free kick around 10 yards in, left hand side for the Hansworth half. It's alright, I do apologise. I've, I've just noticed in there, uh, usually the, the hot food counter is not open anywhere near as late as this, usually. Oh, I, th I thought you were on the George's attention for some reason. Never mind. <laughs> as uh, Williams picks it up from that Hansworth free kick, it's been. Uh, knocked down by Ken, but it's been picked up by Williams again and Iron Wilson could he also get there first no it's uh, Zaninski in his green shirt black shorts and black socks for Hansworth he got there ahead of the uh, Hallam forward Williams going long again towards Wilson it's over the head of him and now it's all the way for a Hansworth goal kick and uh, well it's uh, with the wind those long balls but uh, you've got to take a little bit off him otherwise you're going straight through into that shed end so uh, if you're Alan do you look to try and play on the floor a little bit more yeah I was just going to say they haven't had much really to cheer haven't they the shed end so far this game cheering the keeper there we go high up into the air again and backwards it was coming but it's uh, got the last touch off of Ken and out for a Hallam throw it's been down the right hand side towards Iron Wilson can't see much from this vantage point but it looks like it's going to be a Hallam throw I was going to say I've been waiting all game because there is there is one individual in this in this stand that uh, that shouts and, and cheers very loudly shall we say and uh, that's the first time I've heard him this afternoon uh, Hallam have the ball in that right little corner puts in by Brownhill still not cleared is uh, Walker plays it out to the right hand side for Dunn back to Walker he can only knock high into this Sheffield afternoon it just seems like the ball's not really falling exactly where Hallam want it to like they've had some some good half chances but they've just not had that that one clinical clear-cut chance they might have here though now that was a brilliant ball by the way by uh, Dijon Alamo looked up he was kind of a disguised reverse pass it looked like he was going out to the right wing back Brownhill but instead he looks to break the line in towards Wilson he just couldn't get it under control as uh, Ruthen goes and shows for the short option it's going to be another Hallam throw on that right corner Ruthen looking to go and show again he's got Bradbury in support though as well does Brownell ball in oh it's in and Hallam has scored ball in for the right hand side by Brownell the keeper Zaninski on his debut that's not a moment to remember for him. He can all keep it out. And Hallam open the scoring here at Sandygate. What happened there, gents? Because that goal came out of nothing. 
sure it deflected uh, Chesik from the right hand side. He, um, I think he actually looked to clip it into the box, pretty sure. And then, well, I don't know what the keeper were doing, but well, Alan will take it. Well, uh, the privilege you get when you commentate a Premier League is you've got the TV cameras to show you all the replays. However, no such luxury here no, this afternoon. Uh, say it how you see it, but uh, Hallam ahead after half an hour of this uh, second half. And it's uh, with Hansworth who have to try and fight back to get back into this game. As, uh, I'm sure that uh, goal will be... Well, it'll be claimed by Brownell. Whether it's given to him, we'll uh, wait and see come full time. It's, uh, it's Hansworth, the ones who are going to be chasing for now. And they got a free kick pretty much midway inside the Hallam half. It's uh, Morgan James over it. There's uh, six on the edge of the 18 to aim for, if he so chooses. Which I'm sure he will. A little dink ball towards the back post. It's... Smith who looks to keep it alive but the linesman's flag goes up on that far side so it's going to be a Hansworth uh, offside called and a Hallam free kick we were, we were wondering how long has been so far and what time we kicked off I'm just checking the uh, the social media accounts as uh, there's been a substitution and um, I believe that this is for Hansworth and it will be, uh, will be number 9 that is uh, Leon Howarth he's uh, had a fantastic game so far he will depart the field in place of Sam Smith, number 12. So uh, a chance for Hansworth to uh, to replenish their strike force. And, uh, and Sam Smith used to play for Hallett. I'm not sure, in fact. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for I it. Why. I thought he sung Skyfall. <laughs> but, um, I know that was Adele anyway, weren't it? Yes, it was. Oh, bloody hell. Um, but what I will just say is that uh, Hallam have said it was a 70th minute goal. And Hansworth have said it's a 76th minute goal, so... Uh, and you were saying that we were the most professional... They have said, though, that, well, they've not given a scorer, so I would assume it's an own goal. Ball over the top there, and uh, who's going to get there first? It's Brad Kerr, manages to keep it in, looks to play the ball back to uh, Iron Wilson, which has been defended well there by uh, Alfie Smith. So it's going to be a uh, Hallam corner on that right hand side, as it was two changes made there for Hansworth. It was Joe Parkin and uh, Leon Harworth coming off, and uh, Sam Smith and uh, Rion Arabuin coming on. Hallam have definitely looked the uh, the more attacking side in the last few minutes. Can't see who's over this uh, corner, but it's been drilled in towards the back post. Tisha Malone with a contact. The keeper got a touch to it, but there was a foul in there anyway. So it's going to be a uh, Hansworth free kick. I believe Jack Brownell's on the corners, but that's only because he got the assist for the goal. So it's uh, that free kick about to be taken now by Sininski. Uh, Manages to reach halfway, but it's been won in the air by Hallam. And now Iron Wilson. I oh, know it's Williams, sorry, looking to make through to Wilson. Inside the 18 yard box, saved by Sininski. Down low to his left hand side. He might not have uh, covered himself in glory for the Hallam goal, but he did well there to stop Iron Wilson. As Hallam picked the ball back up again now, drops out to the right hand side by. 
Bradbury now it's with Brown and they'll step in inside the hands with half evades one challenge looks to play it up towards Ruthen not tied into the air by Smith he's going to have to deal with that again and walking out brings it down looks to play it up towards Arabuin that's the first time I've seen anyone ever head their own clearance Arabuin out on that kind of right back position chops it off and now it's cleared up towards uh, Morgan James sets it off to Ken down the line looking for Dunn Dunn looking to get on the end of this pass from Ken but it's being mopped up well by Nico Dishuilano looks it looks a hook it down the right hand side and in the end I think it's gone out for a Hallam throwing look like they're losing a bit of um, a bit of belief hands with you mm. I think that goal might have Maybe tipped it, I think, for Hallam. I think Aaron Wilson will want that shot back to make it 2 0 as well. Yeah, well, he did pretty much all the right things, managed to get wrong side of the defender. I think if it was on his right foot, could have been saying 2 0 Hansworth. Hallam, sorry. But uh, Hansworth managed to clear there, but it's been picked up well, and Aaron Wilson sets it off to Brad Kerr on the right hand side. Looks to play back into Wilson, but it's been cleared now. By McFedden, oh it's an awful save by Zaninski and he's managed to somehow put it into his own net. Rakir looks to drill the ball across the face of goal. And Zaninski, I'm not sure what he was doing there. Whether he tried to catch it or punch it. Either way, it's ended up in the back of his own net and it's Hallam 2, hands with nil. Unbelievable. I mean, we said that, that he, he got a hand on the first one. It was... It's gone down as a Brad Kerr goal. I mean, arguably, would you give it to the goalkeeper? I mean, obviously they've given it to Brad Kerr, but it was a, it was another absolute howler from Zanienski, the goalkeeper. And I know it's his debut and everything. He can have first game nerves, but uh, to be the arguably the main. I mean, I know the the win takes a lot of assistance in though, both those goals, but it's it's an it's two absolute howlers from the goalkeeper on his debut. It is, and um, you've got to feel sorry for him in a way. It's certainly two that you'd expect a goalkeeper to be able to catch. And well, if uh, Hansworth had lost a bit of belief before that, I'm sure they've lost uh, the majority of it now. What's it? They are in the Hallam third. Walker with a throw in towards Dunn. Looks to try and roll past Williams, but uh, the left wing back does well there for Hallam and he can watch it out for a home goal kick we're noticing a few that are heading towards the exits now uh, the shed end in, in full volume though still this will be a huge win for Hallam if they can hold on to this one and yeah um, no, we've been saying that Hallam They've been all right, and uh, but Hansworth really haven't covered himself in too much glory. Tried relying on the counter in the first half, but they've really struggled in this second half to have any impact on the game going forward. So what has really been the problem for Hansworth in this second 45? They've just failed to get going, really, haven't they? I mean, they had a lot of a lot of the well a relative amount of the play in the first half they didn't look half as uh, poor as they've been in this second half but I think um, <coughs> I 
two goalkeeping errors completely undone him and I think this could be game over now yeah and you could hear the cheers and laughs as Zaninski's goal kick again was high into the air and back towards him it had to be a, a diving headed uh, well somewhat clearance back to his own keeper by uh, Walker and he's gone back out for another goal kick it's uh, Hadis wants a photo with the commentary guys. <laughs> and his finger's getting in the way of the camera, so that's pointless, Hadis. His Sanchez looks to try and play out. As Bradbury does well enough to try and stop uh, Fuchs in his strikes, but it's out towards the left-hand side with Cairn. Looks to play it over towards that right-hand side, and who's he got to fall for? He's going to fall for a Hansworth man, but he just can't keep it in between uh, Warhurst goalposts. And it's out for a goal kick for Hallam. Should be doing better with that for me, Callum. I think um, ball came across. He had time to take a touch. Instead, he just lashed at it. First time. I don't know. It seems like a bit of a wasted opportunity, that Hansworth. Yeah, he certainly should have done better in terms of trying to keep it on target. When you were saying he should have done better with that, I thought he was meaning had his photo-taking <laughs> skills, to be honest. That's the first time I've ever tried taking a selfie with an iPad. Yes, and... Uh, a somewhat failed attempt, unfortunately, I have to say. Oh, and uh, that's uh, late contact on uh, Rutten by Smith, but uh, nothing given by the referee. Ever the professional on Football Forum Live. <laughs> well, I had my eye on it anyway, so uh, <laughs> that'll do for us. Is uh, Dunn looks to play it out to the right-hand side. It's been dealt with by Williams. It's not further clear by Pudil. McFadden. Goes home to his goalkeeper, who's getting cheered by that shed end. It's done. Evades the challenge of Bradbury, who's still working hard to win it back for Hallam. And that's brilliantly done there as well by Adam Blakely to stop the number seven for Hansworth. Morgan James from progressing the ball forward as Pudil does well again. Nothing drops it off to. Bradbury now up towards Bradker, the goal scorer of Hallam's second. He just can't keep that in out on that far side, so it's going to be a Hansworth throw over in that corner. My guess we've had around 40 minutes in or so of this one, not too long left in this game if. Uh, Hansworth are going to look to try and get anything out of it. They've certainly got to start playing forward more I and better. I reckon we're about seven minutes from time. As it's with Ken midway inside of Hallam Half, out towards that left-hand side with Ailes. Comes in field to Fuchs. Over on that right-hand side now with Rubian. Dinks it in, it's headed away by Saltz and knocked further cleared by uh, Ruthen. Williams can't get there, the ball goes through his legs after a little touch from Fuchs. Hansworth looking to advance again. Inside from the right is uh, done. Goes down, but no contact given there, he just stumbled down and it's uh, cleared further forward from Hallam. We were just quite happy to sit uh, just in front of their own goal and there's going to be another substitution. Yeah, they're just seeing it out at this point, aren't they, Hallam? It's not really doing much. 
Are there more experienced players coming on now? Yep, so uh, that's another change for uh, Hallam. It's uh, Scott Ruthin. That's his race run. And uh, on comes Richard Patterson to Popula replace him. Popular figure here at, uh, at Hallam. And Noah Flint uh, is uh, about to come on for uh, the number 11, James Ells. So. Uh, See if uh, Noah Flint can uh, do himself any justice. If not, I'll tell his brother that he was poor. <laughs> but uh, as for now, Hallam throw. About 10 yards inside of Hansworth half up towards Iron Wilson. Set back to Bradbury, who looks to switch it over to Brownhill. Uh, late there on uh, he was uh, Richard Patterson that was his first involvement his brother Danny leaving the club uh, earlier on in the summer long time servants of the club both of them he was the captain as well weren't he he was indeed they both came from workshop under Craig Denton didn't they they did they did yes So it's uh, Bradbury over this uh, free kick. He's around 15, 20 yards inside of Hansworth half. Still few bodies forward for Hallam. And he's uh, put it in between the uh, goalposts of Zaninski. And why not with uh, how Techy he's been at dealing with those. But uh, he managed to claim that one and make it his. I think he's wised up to the... Uh all the goal kicks going backwards and forwards and he's decided to roll them out now. Could be around uh, an hour too late. Is uh, Williams driving forward from left wing back once again. Beats one. Pulls it back. There's Brad Kerr with a back post. And Zaninski uh, gets his body in front of it and it's being cleared away by uh, Cairn out for a corner for Hallam. Williams is... Uh, been excellent especially in this second half every time he's got the ball he's looked threatening going forward a decent little ball there Bracker he's certainly been effective since coming on as well so it will be this Hallam corner from the right hand side there's four in there to aim for there's a man on the edge as well it's going to go all the way through. I think Chris Salt's going to go and keep this ball alive. Drops it off to Williams, who's got to be closed down by Rubion. Put the ball in. It's going to come all the way through to Blakely. One-on-one -on -one with Ken. Lord goes on the outside and inside. And he just can't keep it inside the uh, left post of Sininski just wide. But it's a decent ability to get his shot off there. Two head injuries there for uh, a Hansworth and the uh, Hallam player. It's uh, Patterson and Dunn, I believe. At what point do uh, the Hansworth start throwing the kitchen sink at things? Should have been about 10 minutes ago, really. Uh, 
as the wind blows an absolute have to be gale. It have to be a hefty stink. A hefty sink for them to get anything from this game. They've offered very little in this second half, had us. And so the official five minutes at the end of the second half. I'll eat my hat if they get two goals. Armitage Shanks. So that is uh, five minutes of uh, added on time, Haddis, if you'd take us through. No problem at all, Callum, yes. So uh, we're into added time now, approaching it, shall we say. Hallam 2, Handsworth 0. Both goals coming from errors from uh, from goalkeeper Mateusz Zanitski. But um, but some great play for Hallam this uh, this second half, especially as the, the wind blows an absolute gale and... At least the rain has, has quietened down now, so um, it's just bitterly freezing and um, I suppose for this level of football we were probably expecting that. Yeah, you know. Um, the main question is why didn't we bring any gloves? Why didn't I bring some thermal socks is what I'm asking myself because my feet are absolutely freezing. Those two things that I've done, guys, I've, I've decided against the gloves because mine's are quite warm right now, so... Uh, I wish I could say the same thing. Must be nice. <laughs> See, with Football Forum Live, it's uh, 10 to 5 on this Tuesday evening, I believe. I believe it is Tuesday evening. But, I think uh, there's going to be a card for one of the things for the hands. With. Who knows what day it is. It is a yellow card for manager Jason Dodsworth of the, uh, the Handsworth dugout. Giving the referee a few uh, few choice words, I think we should say, as uh, as some fans stand up and uh, obscure the, our view. Most likely, they're probably off. And there is a there is a serious head injury here. Both um, both sets of uh, of physios looking at uh, at this Hansworth player and did not quite sure as. As to who is uh, is on the floor, but uh, I think it is Mitch Dunn. Mitch Dunn, and he's been arguably one of the better players for fans with this this entire game. As I just try and adjust my jumper, I do apologise. And don't forget, we will have live and exclusive match reaction from both camps we'll have uh, Craig Denton of, of Hallam FC and Jason Dodsworth who's just been cautioned for that uh, for those choice words we will have exclusive reaction from them both before we go off air this evening so do stay with us we will of course be back in the new year I can't imagine we'll be doing any uh, any reaction to the Blackpool and Port Vale games uh, this Thursday night um, but we will be back in the new year in 2023 to bring you every single Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday game covered in terms of a reaction from it and we'll preview most of the games as well it won't be long before we're back here at Hallam FC although we might have to wait till it warms up a little bit and um, I think is such the success of this afternoon I think we might um, we might press on with with more commentaries from here I'm happy too as long as I dress as a polar bear next time <laughs> absolutely freezing just some advice two pairs of socks thermal long johns 
So we're well into the five minutes of added time. We're still yet to resume, and you are right. In fact, as it is, Mitch Dunn, the player that um, that has received this head treatment, and he's he's back up on his feet, which is very good to see. Don't look in a great way, though. I have to agree with you, George, and I don't think he'll be uh, playing much further part in in this or any uh, any future games for for the foreseeable future. Mitch Dunn leaves the pitch. And uh, Hansworth Park. Just as I say that, um, Joshua Round um, enters the field of play in replacement for the injured Mitch Dunn. So uh, onwards we go then. Hallam will. And very much as saying it was, Hallam's the board, Hugo Warhurst. The presentation will take place after the game of the 1863. So Hugo Warhurst has been given man of the match. That is for Hallam's official. Let's throw it over to uh, to George Barber. He, and in fact, can are you two gonna gonna congregate and have a think of your man of the match, or should we just give them to both here? Well, do, well I don't know what we should do. Two separate ones. I two recognize. separate ones. As uh, as Henry Khan looks to uh, to get this ball out, it's uh, unsuccessful. Here is Ruthven, and here's a chance for. A chance for Kerr. Uh, am I doing a man of the match for Hallam? Uh, no, uh, a man of the match for the entire game, as in... Oh, OK. Uh, you know what? I think the player that's impressed me most was um, number nine for Hallam. I'm not sure who that was. Scott Ruthven. Scott so, Ruthven. Scott Ruthven is your man of the match. Chez, your man of the match. Um, I'm going to go for Tyler Williams, left wing back of Hallam. I think it's been excellent up and down that left-hand side. So, two Hallam players receiving man of the match from, uh, from our two men here. I think there's no real prizes for getting a uh, the worst man of the match, if there is such a thing. Hallam 2, Hansworth nil, deep into added time, and I assume we're probably going to have a lot more yet after stoppage. Lengthy stoppage, shall we say, for that, uh, I wouldn't say concussion, I'd say head injury of sorts. But yeah, just going back to that Kerr chance, it was an excellent pullback from uh, Brownhill. But uh, I think there's another injury down in that bottom right corner as well. But uh, Kerr did excellently to just have one touch out of his feet and bang, he uh, did everything right. Just couldn't get it uh, inside the goalpost, but uh, a decent enough attempt. There's a fair few more fans stream towards the exits, a lot of them streaming towards the bar, and that's our port of call, I assume, in the next three quarters of an hour. Streaming like my eyes with how cold they are. <laughs> well, the game will resume. It's a bit difficult. The view, view is slightly obscured, but uh, I believe Hallam will have the throw. I believe so, but I uh, could be mistaken. The referee giving something in the way of Hansworth. Something's going on over there. Unfortunately, we are unable to see. Um, our view obscured by, by fans that have, have streamlined the, the touchline. Brownell. 
Hallam have this ball on the far side. That will be. I'm really unsure as to what is going on over there. Some, uh, maybe some taunting perhaps from the Hallam fans. Here's Brownell. He's been fantastic this game. Hallam throw once more. Shed End still absolutely packed, and I don't blame them. They've uh, they've thoroughly deserved to to relish this victory. And there is full time. The referee calling time on this game. Hallam with a, uh, a fantastic victory over Hansworth and uh, two goals then in the coming in the second half as you heard expertly called by Callum the first a, uh, a slightly slightly obscured chance the ref uh, the uh, the goalkeeper making a bit of a mess of it and uh, chucking it in his own net I think is the kindest way of saying it and a very similar circumstance for the second goal but uh, that one will go down as a, a a Brad Kerr goal. Wind assisted both as the rain starts to team down once more here at Sandygate. It has finished here. Hallam FC nil. Uh, I do apologise. It has finished here. Hallam 2, Hansworth nil. Uh, let's have a quick look at the table as things stand. And that result, um, the table has not been updated yet. But what we can deduce so far from the fact that Barton Town have won and Hallam have won as well. It will move Hallam above Hansworth in the league table. It'll bring them up two. Uh, well, they will be on 32 points with a plus two goal difference from 22 games. So, uh, good victory there. Let's come to our expert summarise and I'm our co-commentator throughout this afternoon. Uh, we'll start with Callum and uh, Ches, 2-0 victory for Hallam. Um, what did you make of it? Yeah, I think uh, quality in uh, for the most part was uh, few and far between. There wasn't so many glimpses of glaring ability for either side. Um, but I think Hallam certainly were able to manage the conditions a lot better. Uh, I think Hansworth really struggled to uh, impart the game plan in the second half. I think first half, they certainly uh, dealt with Hallam's threats well and that's why they, they only really conceded maybe t well two half decent chances during that first 45 minutes but the second half Alan blew, the, Alan blew them away uh, Hansworth really struggled to impart the game plan like I said they really couldn't utilise that counter attack that worked so effectively for them in the first half and uh, like I say Hallam with those conditions working for them and uh, well, I mentioned uh, during commentary that I thought the wind would play somewhat a part in a goal. I mean, well, it must have really for those two calamitous errors by uh, both goalkeepers. Well, it, so. it did indeed. It was uh, two uh, two wind-assisted goals. I think is the uh, the way to to say it. Uh, George, obviously, a victory for Hallam. Do we think that the w obviously the wind and the keeper played their part in in both goals really, and, and mainly the victory? But what do you think it was about Hallam in that second half that really sort of pushed them on and gave them the victory I think um, a lot of it comes from the two goalkeeping errors I think uh, it was a very very well you, 
I don't think many people, except Hallam fans through and through, are going to walk away from that game saying, oh, that were a classic, a Christmas classic, because it wasn't. It was a very cagey affair, two teams who were trying to feel each other out but just couldn't. I think um, Hallam probably edged it on the overall, like how much they deserved it potentially, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's never great when the two goals come from two very poor goalkeeping errors. Yeah. I think that probably puts a bit of a... Uh, not for Hallam, obviously. Bit of a downer on it, we're, we say. We're obviously the, one of the main coverage thing, uh, things for Hallam. Um, so that's good in that sense. Mm. But for Hansworth, though, I think they'll be very disappointed today. I think they've come away probably expecting maybe to get something from the game, but haven't. So yeah. it's two keeping errors that have really let them down. Obviously, the keeper, not to be too harsh on him because he'll be feeling like, well... Won't be feeling very great about himself yeah. tonight, especially after that. But you know, it's one of them things. While we're we're waiting, we will get match reaction from uh, from both managers as soon as we can. While we're waiting, in fact, and and freezing ourselves, in fact, um, just to bring you up to date with the uh, the results from from in the professional leagues this afternoon. So Bolton nil, Derby nil. That was a, a three o'clock kickoff as well. And Bolton and Derby, George, obviously, uh, playoff chase along with Sheffield Wednesday. That's that sort of helped Sheffield Wednesday in fact it's one less team to worry about mm. I think um, definitely uh... sorry could you repeat that question yeah there? do you I think the, the fact that here, yeah. the fact that Bolton and Derby they, the fact that they've both uh, drawn and dropped points that makes life a bit easier for Sheffield oh, absolutely, Wednesday absolutely yeah I think um, it's a, well it's a good result for us um, obviously building on from the win from yesterday uh, are you alright to pass your microphone over, George, if you want to come over here, J Jason? Uh, we're now joined live here on Football Forum by uh, by Jason Dodsworth, ha Hansworth manager. So, Jason, 2-0 defeat here at Hallam. Give us you, your take on your team's performance. Um, can't really grumble, to be fair, at team's performance. Thought they worked really hard. Um, didn't stop running. Created the better chances in the game. Um, a game that were played in terrible conditions. Uh, I think we've missed three or four really good chances. Um, but... If you don't take them chances in football, that's what happens. And obviously, we've been done by a freak cross that's uh, gone straight in uh, due to conditions. And second half, we just couldn't get out. Um, as I say, it's, it's a game of two halves. First half, we've uh, we've pinned them in. We've had a couple of good chances. And then second half, we had a really good chance. We lay on through one on one. Keepers made a good save. And then, as I said, from there, we just can't get out. We can't. We, we couldn't get out for second half. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned about the conditions. Do you think Hallam? Manage them better in that second half. Yeah, well, well, it, well, it suits Alum. Uh, that's how they play. They're a very direct team. They're big and direct. Um, they're good at what they do. They just keep putting it on you, putting it on you. As I say, there weren't much quality in the game, um, football-wise. It was just um, a big boot and pick the bits up. And as I say, it, it suits Alum. And us, as you saw with goalkeeper taking his goal kick, so they were blowing back towards the edge of our box. Um, so no, no complaints. With like, as I say, if the lads want to come and and put the effort in and not run and, and rolled over, then then I'd have been disappointed. But as much as I'm disappointed with the result, um, I thought the lads the worked hard in in the conditions. And obviously, it was a a challenging game, shall we say? Obviously, a debut for for your new keeper and uh, struggled a little bit in. Uh, Partially involved in both goals, in fact. Yeah. How, yeah. Do, you, how do you pick him up after after a performance like that? Listen, he's, he's a grown man. It, um, it'll not be first mistake that he'll have made. It'll not be last. 
but um, they're only human. It happens in football. And as I say, with the conditions that they are, yeah, I maybe could be a bit critical on the second one. I thought he probably could have done better with that one. But the first one, he kind of took a step back and he's just been caught out. The kids drilled it in and, and the winds took it into the near top corner. So he just couldn't get back across to keep it out. So, listen, as I say, the, we play at this level for a reason. And it'll not be the first time we make a mistake. He'll not be last. He'll, he'll lift his head up and we'll go again on uh, Maltby day after New Year's Day. Yeah, and uh, of course you mentioned about how Hallam played direct game. How did you try and set up to deal with that? Personally, I thought you tried to use the counter attack a lot in the first half. Yeah, well, we sure to really get out in the second. Yeah, we, we, we knew we know. Obviously, we've we've played them three times now this season, and uh, as I said, that the, the direct team we we set up to to win the first and if we didn't make sure we pick the bits up because that's what they're really good at if the, the, the midfield three is really busy look to pick the second balls up and get the ball wide and fire balls into the box for the, for the strikers that they've got um, we look to nullify that and then hit them on the break which as I say I thought we did well in first half second half first five minutes we should have scored should have gone 1-0 up and then as I say, I think I think conditions got worse. To be fair, and uh, we just we just couldn't get out. We couldn't get out. And fair, fair play to Alan, the, the play the condition, and they've got they've got the three points. And Jason, obviously, we we talk about how how difficult it was this afternoon, and fair play to to the fans that have made it because over a thousand here at Sandgate this afternoon. A lot of hands with fans have made the journey over, and unfortunately, it wasn't the wasn't the result you want, but. Fair play to, uh, no, to all those fans for going. No, brilliant for fans. I mean, the, they've been getting big crowds here all season at Alam, and that's that's one thing about the club. Um, the, the, the fans turned up in numbers, and, and today over a thousand. And yeah, like you say, there were quite a few Hansworth fans here, which were good to see. Um, just sorry for them that we couldn't get the the result that they wanted and we wanted, but the, the, they'll keep coming. We just ask them to keep coming back, and especially at home games, uh, as we look to try and build us uh, build us crowd at home as well. But yeah, the. the over a thousand in a NCL game, it's it's phenomenal, like for Alan. And let's just touch on, uh, as you mentioned, second uh, of January, Monday, Maltby Main next up for you away from home. Yeah. Um, how do you see that one going? Listen, listen, it's going to be another tough test. Maltby's picked up of late. A um, couple of our players have just signed for them, so we'll know a bit about them anyway. Again, it's going to be another tough pitch conditions, and and within that time now, within that uh, winter period where conditions are deteriorating, it's wind, it's raining. And you, you find yourself in battles. Obviously, we've got the uh, advantage of 4G being at home where we can play good football. But when we come away to places like this now, in these conditions, you have to be up for the fight, you have to be up for the battle. And uh, again, it's going to be the same at Maltby. How's, uh, how's Mitch done after that? Do you think um, he'll be ready he's, for he's, he's still He's still a bit ropey. Um, I, th I think it's more his jaw that he caught, he caught it in. Um, Hopefully he'll be okay for the next game, but we'll have to we'll assess him and Kev our physio will uh, he'll keep having a look at him and see see how he goes. But hopefully he'll be okay. It, it, it was just a nasty clash. Brilliant, Jason. Thank you very much for your time. That's Jason Dodsworth, uh, Hansworth manager, here live on Football Forum. Um, George, I'll pass that back to you. Um, we are awaiting uh, Craig Denton, the uh, Hallam manager. When we uh, when we when he does appear, we will uh, we will get him live. Um, Gents, obviously, we've heard Jason there, and uh, fantastic, fantastic victory for Hallam. How do you think Hansworth have to respond after that? Because as, as, as we say, the, the main talking point from that is the fact that Mitch Dunn went, with that, went off with that injury. How do Hansworth pick themselves up and go again on Monday? Yeah, well, uh, I think Jason's just mentioned it then, about how there, there wasn't a lack of, of fights or uh, spirit in there. The, Hansworth certainly did go 
until the final whistle. But uh, it's just a question of uh, can you find a way to play and deal with these conditions? And uh, that's where Hallam jumped uh, hands with this afternoon. And uh, like I said, Maltby's not a, a nice pitch to play on. Um, the conditions, I'm sure, won't be uh, too dissimilar to what they have been uh, today here at Sandy Gate. So it's just about making sure that you, that you do prepare right, you do fight as uh, much as you did today. And when you get the opportunities to show your quality, especially in front of goal, um, like the couple of opportunities that Hansworth had today, that you take them against Maltby. And, uh, well, what, what do we make of it overall? Because, let's be fair, it's, it's the first time that you've both been to, to Sandigate in, in a long while. What have you made of, of the day of the whole? Absolutely freezing. <laughs> I am cold. But, no, on the overall, it's been, um, been alright. I think um, it's certainly different coming, like, here... As not an official, yeah. there's been a lot of times where I've come up here and uh, ran the line, sitting in a lot of different games, um, and I've come here once as a spectator before, and that was even for some other journalism for my second year in my uni course, so I've never actually come up here to watch the game of football, but today you can more or less say I have, because obviously <laughs> you two have mainly been on the um, main commentary today, I've done a bit of that before obviously, but... No, it's been quite alright. Just relax and watch a game of football, and I think. Um no worries. Uh, yeah, I do. I do apologise. Now that was uh, manager Craig Denton of Hallam. He will be joining us very shortly. Um, while we've got, while we're waiting for a couple of minutes, because by the way, it is it is really freezing. And I know the lads want to get off and what have you. And but lads, you are more than welcome to get off if if you so wish. Um, oh, right. yeah, we've waiting for my dad to pick me up. We've committed for this song as <laughs> You've well. You've committed, anyway. uh, so we will uh, we will be with you for the next few minutes. Um, while we while we wait, obviously, let's chat World Cup then, because obviously the World Cup's been and gone now. Club football's back, and what do we think of a a Winter World Cup? I didn't like it. It was a good World Cup. Don't get me wrong, good quality. But there's something about watching a World Cup in the winter that, you know, you, when, when a World Cup's on, you like to go out for like a beer or something like that with your mates, just yeah. out in a beer garden somewhere, go out after like, celebrate the win, stuff like that. I don't know. There was something about it. We're all, Obviously, we're filled with politics and I don't, I do wish sometimes politics would step aside from football because it does annoy me, but you know that's a different convers- topic of conversation for probably a whole dedicated podcast. <laughs> but it's one of I think um, obviously England exiting didn't help. Yeah. Um, uh, to be honest, I weren't that. But the final were great, so that's yeah. all I'll say. That's all you'll say. Um, we are waiting. We are awaiting uh, manager Craig Denton very shortly. Just to r- update you on the final results then uh, from the Northern Counties Eastern League Premier Division from this afternoon: Albion Sports three, Goldcar United six, Barton Town four, Mobley one, Eccles Hill United nil, Thackley two, Emley four, Peniston Church four. So they played out. An eight-goal thriller. Uh, Frickley Athletic three, Hemsworth Miners Welfare nil. Goal nil. North Ferriby two to North Ferriby remaining top of the division. They're frankly running away with it. We know Hallam two, Hemsworth nil. They've given it down as a Jack Brownell goal, and then Brad Kerr for the second. So, uh, so no own goals there. We called them as own goals, but never mind. Uh, Nairsborough Town nil, Garforth Town one. Winston Rangers two, Bottisford Town one. Yorkshire Amateur one. Silsden 2 they've not updated the league table yet but we will uh, we'll let you know on the next podcast before we do uh, we are still waiting and obviously we will have to interrupt if needs be but 
predictions for this weekend's games because we talked in length about Sheffield United on Wednesday on Thursday night we'll start with Sheffield Wednesday it yes. is Blackpool uh, no sorry it's not Blackpool Blackpool playing United Port Vale are uh, travelling to Sheffield Wednesday Thursday night 7.45 kick off your prediction uh, George 3-1 Wednesday Joe I'm just going to go straight in straight there straight in I'm not there messing around I'm a bit cold to think about it yeah. <laughs> but 3-1 Wednesday um, and I think uh, I think Port Vale definitely score but no Wednesday for the win it's got to be 3-1 for George what are you saying Chaz um, see Wednesday have not really well He's been one of them. I think they've been uh, been in second gear, but still getting results. So I'll go. Uh, I'll go two one Wednesday. Two one Wednesday. Um, what do I feel like going for? Uh, on a back Wednesday, hundred and first game in charge for Downmore. I'll say. I'll say two nil Wednesday. I'll. Uh, I will uh, err on the side of of confidence in uh, in Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield United. They're at Blackpool. Uh, prediction. We'll start with chairs. What are you going for? Yeah, well, like we mentioned earlier, I think uh, being able to deal with uh, Gary Medine without uh, John Egan is going to be uh, a massive task for whoever comes in there, whether it be uh, Chris Basham coming in at right centre-half and Ahmed Hodzic going in centrally or um, maybe something else in terms of chucking, chucking another defender in there. But uh, that's what I'd probably predict United going with. That's what happened with... Uh, Hecking bottom, bringing Basham on and putting Ahmed Hosic into that centre centre half role. So um, it'll be a big task for Ahmed Hosic to to deal with Medine. But if United can uh, do that, uh, stop those balls out to to Lavery getting out there, they'll have the joy with uh, Injai Makatees coming into his own now. Uh, McBurney might be an option to come back as well. Hecking bottom said yesterday. Um, but Blackpool certainly do offer the threat going forward. So I'm going to go one one. 1-1 one, one between Blackpool and Sheffield United. George, what are you saying? Ah, you know, I think... I, obviously, I know more about United than I do Blackpool. <laughs> and that is, that is saying something because, like, I don't know. I don't really look at the championship. Do you know uh, what position are Blackpool in? Quickly? Blackpool... 23rd, I think. Uh, let me just check, because I, I did put this on my notes, um, but my hands are so freezing, I can't find it. Because um, I'm sure I heard the other day they're, they're in the bottom three, and Black it surprised me. Blackpool are 22nd. Okay. Uh, they are two points off Hull, uh, who are just outside the, uh, yeah. the drop zone. Oh. I would say it's going to be two... Two nil United. Your own on the side of caution with one one. Um, I will go. I'll go one nil United because, as we said, well, I only saw the Wigan game. I haven't, I haven't even chan had chance to see the Coventry game, um, but I will say that. Uh, um, I will say that. Um, yeah, so I'll go one nil, one nil to Sheffield United. Um, right then, uh, we are just awaiting. Uh, we are just awaiting Hallam manager Craig Denton. So, uh, so he will join us. You want to pass the mic across again, George? You want to come up here, mate? Uh, so we're now joined live here on Football Forum by uh, Hallam manager Craig Denton. Hallam, uh, Craig, two 0 victory over Handsworth this afternoon. Your thoughts on your team's performance? Yeah, I thought it was a good performance. Um, I thought the first half um, we played really well. We were on the front foot. Um, we created a few chances where we probably could have gone one or two nil up. Um, a couple of mistakes on our behalf got them in 
uh, a few chances at times, but I just thought um, we edged it in the first half and we just, at half time, we just sort of regrouped and gave out some positives. And, uh, you know, we wanted to really kick on a second half. For that first 10 minutes, we were a bit, um, a bit quiet, um, which allowed Answorth to get into the game. Um, I think one, both the goals for me, um, uh, it's the, the keeper's mistake, um, but you've got to, um, you know, it's you've got to create your create your own luck. Um, and I thought we, we we got a little bit lucky today in terms of the goals, but our performance wasn't lucky. It was hard work and desire. Did you make a point of utilising the conditions to your advantage in the second half? Yeah, we, we we knew that it was going to be um, you know first and second half really quite tough. You know the the, the pitch was going to become heavier and heavier, um, and um, my assistant manager Robbie, he, you know, he highlighted um, areas what we can um, what, what we really can get at Answorth, and it was a wide players our our, our fullbacks, um, wing backs in Jack Burnell and Tyler Williams. We thought that they were going to be really influential for us in the second half. So. Yeah, the conditions. We just wanted to get the ball out wide and get crosses in the box as much, but I'd, you know, and 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 try and, uh, and and try and get the ball in the back of the net. And obviously, we were, we were mentioning the last time that uh, Hallam played. Um, you wanted, you, you felt that your team crumbled and they needed to put a shift in. Do you think they've really put a shift in this afternoon? Oh yeah, without without a doubt, I thought we really uh, put a shift in in front of an unbelievable attendance. Um, I thought we, we we literally everyone were fighting for each other. I think our um, our characters and as and as players have come and gone since playing uh, Hansworth previously. You know, we've brought in uh, Oliver Fearing obviously weren't available today, but the likes of uh, Nico at centre-half, uh, other players have come back from injury and suspension. Uh, and I just think there's a little, we've got a little bit more about us. Um, but again, the lads have grafted in, 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 in terrible conditions. Speaking about lads who have come in, Aaron Wilson signing back today scored loads of goals for you last season and since leaving you in the summer he's not really hit the heights that people were expecting but he's come back to a, a place where he is loved and appreciated how big of a sign is that for you going into the second half of the campaign yeah I thought firstly um, we were disappointed that Iron um, moved on after the second time um, but he obviously had been lured to go and to play it uh, at step four and step three and so we have to um, respect his ambitions. Uh, I thought he's probably just had two clubs more than he really should have at this moment in time, and, I, and I've spoken to him at length with that. Uh, I was disappointed that he did leave us, um, but then obviously with playing for Hansworth, um, I was just looking where, where what we what we need or what we lack, and I thought we we lack a little bit of pace and that rawness, and I know Iron can bring that. Um, so when I found out that Iron were potentially available uh, and would want to return back to Hallam, um, we had that conversation and uh, we, we made it work. Um, but Iron is under no false hopes that he's not just going to be walking straight into this side. The, the, this team is um, we, we're working hard, they're playing well, scoring goals, winning games, not as consistent as I wanted to. So he knows that he's going to have to really come and put a shift in and work hard to get into that 11. So it's not a gimme, uh, and he understands that. Um, but it's lovely to see him, and you know he now needs to um, start playing well with a smile on his face and uh, making good decisions on the football pitch. 
and obviously you've now you've broke the ducks back let's hope the fact that you've played hands with three times this season you've finally beaten them do you think because one thing that Hallam have, have struggled with this season is your lack of consistency it's been win loss win loss win loss hopefully now do you think that maybe this brings about a few a, a bit of a better run shall we say going into the new year yeah Absolutely, I think you know every 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 team wants to be consistent. You know that's how you climb up the league table. Um, f- for me, um, I- I'll give. In, in in all fairness, in terms of consistency, you know you need a, a consistent team, and, and we've not had that due to injuries and suspensions and illnesses and things like that. And that's that's like every other team in 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 the leagues above and be, uh, below. It's that's. That's football, uh, and it's how you deal with that. Um, so now we've got most people, um, most players available, fit. We then now can really focus on homing the uh, sort of that that consistency, and uh, that's again that's how we climb the table. Consistency in terms of defending, attacking, keeping clean sheets, scoring goals. That's what we want. You mentioned a moment ago about the support in here, over a thousand at Sandy Gate today. Just how important is that for your side and how privileged are you to play in front of that yeah huge huge privilege to be a part of a club which are having thousand plus supporters here uh, I know that Hansworth will be really well supported I know the sort of like neutral will come out today there's not many local non-league games uh, around uh, today so I think you know coming to a, a tasty fixture as Hallam against um, the Ambers was was always going to be a, a draw for your uh, your supporters um, but yeah it's, it's absolutely fantastic the play, the players love it you know for both opposition and you know anyone in that dugout and it, it, it's fantastic and we know that attendance has increased um, to these levels last season um, we're super proud I mean that goes with all the hard work on both the pitch from the players in winning games and entertaining but it also all the hard work from our for chairman, the vice chairman, and, and all our volunteers connected to the football club, everyone from you know the, the guy who does social media to the people working behind the bar, all the volunteers are, is a really big um, you know it's a, we're one big team and and I think that's uh, that's something what really grows the attendance. So we're we're absolutely buzzing and delighted that we can hit them numbers. And finally, for me, obviously Albion Sports up on uh, in the new year, first game of the new year on Monday. How do you see that one going? Sort of looking ahead into the new year. Yeah, we, you know, again, it's nice going into your next game uh, after a win uh, and a clean sheet. So we'll, we'll take that to to Albion. Albion, uh, a, a well-drilled side, they make it really difficult for us. Um, been there a few times, and and, I can't, and you know, we, not only can I wait to go and play them and obviously try and get the three points, but the uh, the, the curry after the game is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Tell us more about this curry just before you go. Uh, it's outstanding. It's the, probably the best um, away club to go to um, and look forward. Win, lose or draw, you've got some curry, chips, rice and everything at the end of the, end of the game. It's absolutely fantastic. I think we might have to go up there uh, alongside them. Craig, thank you very much no for your problem. time. Thank you, mate. That's Craig Denton, manager of Hallam FC, uh, with us live here on Football Forum. So, gents, uh, that pretty much does it from us. Final thoughts then, because literally they've just turned the stand lights on for us primarily. Uh, floodlights have all gone off. We need to get going very soon. Um, your final thoughts on the uh, the day as a whole, George? Unbelievable. Good. That's just going. Unbelievable. No, no, I enjoyed it. I um, I enjoyed being up here. And I'll do it again sometime. Lovely stuff. Ches? 
Yeah, fantastic Adams. I mean, the uh, the only times I've been here is to, to watch the football is in neutral and uh, to be fair, the football's been brilliant the last few times I've been here. Today, not so much, but it's Hallam coming on the right side of it and it's always a pleasure to commentate and first time commentating next to yourself as well. So, uh, You're too kind. You're too kind. Uh, so that is about it from us. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Hallam victorious over Handsworth. There is no Christmas number one in Sheffield, but uh, Hallam climbing a bit higher up the Steel City tree. From, Ka from George Barber, from Callan Cheswick, from me, Joseph Hadfield. Thanks for joining us on Football Forum and ha um, have a very happy new year. We're back in 2023. See you then. Good night. This is Football Forum.